I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Hello, it's the Frank Skinner Absolute Radio podcast with Emily and Gareth. Good morning to you all. Good morning. It might not be a morning to the people who are listening, of course, so that was a stupid thing to say. Just say hello. Yeah, good day. There'll be a day involved. Yeah, so um, we um, we just did the show. We loved it. We laughed. We cried. We sang. Did we cry? I cried. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and Lee Mack was on. I love Lee Mack. Yeah, Lee Mack. He's, I think, one of the funniest men in Britain. I've always yeah. said that. Well, I haven't always said it, obviously, because... No, you I, said... I thought you said you were the funniest man in Britain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was me. I thought it was Lee. It was actually me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, me, me, me. Um, I think... I suppose in my heart of hearts, I do think I am the funniest man in Britain. <laughs> in fact, the world. I would never say that in public, <laughs> but I do honestly believe that. We heard a great story as well. <laughs> we heard a great story about um, an incident involving you, the OC, and Dave Gorman, which mm. I think people will enjoy. Yeah. In case you don't know, the OC is uh, Christian O'Connell, who does yep. Absolute Breakfast. I mean, I know you'll all know that, I'm sure. But, you know, there's people listening in... There's people listening in pink... In I can't speak anymore. I'm just going to semaphore the next bit. Where are my flags? Where's my flags? Could you get me my... I mean, come on! Um, yes, I was, people, I, people listen abroad. Yeah, Sorry, I was late this morning. You were late. I was late, and I, I need you know. We didn't mention it on the show, but I think I need to say something publicly. Mm. Oh. So I didn't just let you down. I let the listeners down. Oh, and um, well, you weren't late for the show. You were just no, late. I was late. Well, but I was late for our preparation. Up. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> I said you never showed up. Oh. Oh, oh dear! It's oh, had a bit of an when he's down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh dear. Well, I don't know now. We've, what we've had, we've we've had a bit of a a bit of a scene has happened <laughs> on the intro to the podcast, which is, is, is I've always thought of as should be a scene-free zone. <laughs> it's all going to be awkward in the studio. You could cut the atmosphere with posh spice, just with her elbow. So I think maybe we should play the show now and then I'm going to have to have a word with you to bang your heads together. Yeah. I I'm going like to flounce out with my pashmina. Good day to you. I don't think there's enough room in here to flounce. <laughs> I think you might have to lope. Oh dear, it's gone very awkward. So I do enjoy the show, which isn't at all awkward because it happened before this. <laughs> Wreck. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with um, Emily and Gareth. I, I lost. I, I couldn't keep that straight. It sounded so like a DJ talking <laughs> that I, I just started giggling. So um, I spent the entire night, as far as I can work out, watching Big Brother because I got in. Oh, so did I. I'd missed the previous night, so I watched that on Sky Plus, and then I watched it live, and then I watched the later on show. And there were two evictions. There were there? two evictions. Yes, I will be very sad. I must say to say to see Heidi Fleisker. Oh, mm. I loved Heidi. Although I have been on the edge of my seat because I tell you what, she's got like, the driest lips I've ever seen on television. And do you ever do that thing? You know when you, you're going to sneeze and you think, my lips are so dry, if I sneeze, they'll split, they'll both split like, like ripe figs. And you go, 
<laughs> and just when you're on the third, you lick your lips really quickly to try and, to try and rescue them. Well, I don't think that would have been enough for um, Heidi. I think Heidi would have had to bring in some sort of men with sprays. <laughs> so one good sneeze, and I think the whole lot would have opened, and good, goodness knows what would have come out. I liked her eviction outfit. She went very low key, didn't she? She just had some old Uggs and tracksuit bottoms. No, I like that. You never, they don't do the homeless look normally. <laughs> I mean, she looked like she'd been properly evicted from some sort of council house. <laughs> no, I thought that was that was a good look. I I'm quite that. glad to see the back of that cat one. Oh no, I didn't like. Her oh, I didn't. Oh when- no. Oh, she was awful. Where are her eyes as well? And also, like gingerbread men eyes. Uh, she's <laughs> dreadful. <laughs> Yeah, she actually got into what do they? What well, are they just put little raisins in them, so it hence no eyes. Uh, she sort of went. <laughs> 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 That's the sound I'll always associate her with, and I don't want that around me. That's not a laugh, is it? That's some sort of nervous feeling of silence. <laughs> you imagine, Gareth, you just did that. You imagine Ronnie Wood sitting at home, you know. <laughs> He's a crow, isn't he? It sounds like I some sort a... of pterodactyl with dyed hair. Yeah, suggesting, a... and then doing some joke she does. She doesn't get saying, oh, "I can't remember." I said to Mick Jagger, <laughs> "I said to Mick Jagger, God, it's terrible, would not it? Like the, the war." And she, goes, hmm. I mean, that would have been their home life. There's a great quote from Ronnie Wood in the paper this week saying that. Um, you know, he's been seeing another Russian woman while she's been in there, a 26-year-old Oh, Russian yeah, that woman. was only three days, though. Yeah, but he said he just did it to make Katia jealous. Oh. Ronnie obviously doesn't know <laughs> that they don't see the outside news. <laughs> Completely waste of time. So what's your favourite... What are my favourite quotes so oh. far? Oh, yeah. I, I love this. That was when um, Ivana arrived. Actually, yeah. there's two favourite quotes. OK. When Ivana arrived, she, this... She brought in this en- this enormous uh, Louis Vuitton suitcase. It was a valise. Well, a, a valise. What does yeah. that mean? Well, it's like a suitcase, but it's what people like me say. Yeah, but okay, a valise. <laughs> yeah, just get on with it. And um, and Cisco said, "Man, that's the biggest Louis I've ever seen." <laughs> <laughs> well, so, what is the difference between a valise and a suitcase? It's just what it's just a posher name for it. Do you know what I like? I like what Vinny said to Nicola, you know, the, the sort of page three girl slash wag. Yes. When she said, oh, she said, I hate it when people call me a wag. I don't think I'm a wag. And he went, no, you're not a wag, love. You're not a wag. Wags go out with premiership players, don't they? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a snob. And my other favourite quote was when, <laughs> this could go on all morning, but yeah. we won't talk about it all day, don't we? It was when, when Lady Sovereign... Um, she got some argument about food and she'd eaten the mashed potato before it had been liquidised during the sort of old person special they had oh, in the yeah. week. And she said, God, all, all I had was like, like, a, like a, just like a cat's paw of mashed potato. <laughs> and that's a fabulous unit of measurement, isn't it? <laughs> I love oh, just, just going into it. It's just a cat's paw of mashed potato. All done, mate. Thank you very much. It's, um, it's not a very hygienic unit of measurement, though. If you, it was in a recipe... You have to go and find the cats. Yeah. yeah, but they're always licking. They're always licking at the... Yeah, that's true. It's funny you should say that, though, because my girlfriend was attacked by a, a squirrel this week. Oh, wow. I'm not making this attacked up. Attacked by a squirrel? Yes, that's it. That's, you've, you've summed up the, 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 complete, <laughs> the complete event in, well, exactly the same words that I did. Um, she was walking through St James's Park in uh, central London and um, as, with a friend, Carmen, and this... Um, 
squirrel ran, encircled her leg on the way up. You know, they'd run round the tree <laughs> trunk. Went round, not the, my girlfriend's legs or anything like a tree trunk. Can I mention not that? Not remotely out? like tree no. trunks. Very oh, shaky there was, legs. Well, there was once that tawny owl that used to live in her behind. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no. so, so he, he encircled her, her leg going up, and then he, he, he sort of hung from one of her buttocks by his claws. Wow. Really? Yeah, she got proper scratches on her legs. It was, uh, yeah. Are you sure these are from a squirrel, Frank? Did you believe oh, God, this story? Oh, God, I hadn't thought of that. You think she could be seeing some sort of, <laughs> I'm going to say the word dwarf, on the side. <laughs> Is that what you're suggesting? <laughs> oh, no, I hadn't thought of that. So you've got to be so careful now. I'll have to hire some sort of private detective and... <laughs> And all that. Maybe I could get a weasel <laughs> in a in one of those like trench coat. No, she had, she had to. She was supposed to go for a tetanus, but her theory was that its claws would have been clean because it's snowing, so they would have somehow been <laughs> sterilised. Oh, she's worked it all out. <laughs> Absolute radio. We were, uh, uh, what we was thinking, by the way, um, uh, as far as uh, Celebrity Big Brother is concerned, is that Miss uh, not Miss Sovereign, Lady Sovereign. I don't know if you know her, but Lady Sovereign is a very obvious choice for a role in a forthcoming musical because they're going to make a musical of uh, the Spice Girls, the story of the Spice Girls. And she'd be a perfect Mel C. I mean, she's so... She does look like Mel C. Yeah, she's totally... She can sing a bit as well, mm -hmm. so, uh, so she could be... And we thought we'd ask you this morning, our, our um, beloved listeners, to phone in and see who you'd cast in the other parts playing the Spice Girls. Oh, I like this. It's good fun. Yes, I think so. I've got a few up my sleeve. I was thinking maybe Chucky as Jerry Halliwell. <laughs> <laughs> You'd need a wig, but it's got like, uh -huh. the cheeks and everything. She's fair. quite Iggy Pop, maybe, as well. Iggy Pop as yeah. Jerry Halliwell. Iggy it's Pop a sinewy could, body and Maybe hair. he could do Victoria, actually. He's got this... He's slightly... Uh, oh, that's Kim Jong-il, isn't it? I think she's got She's got something about a sort of... Yeah. <laughs> Kim Jong-il? I don't know who that... Who is that? That the Korean leader. Oh right, okay. <laughs> oh, you're okay, yeah. <laughs> Ronnie Wood could do uh, Pops Boss. <laughs> Be all right, wouldn't it? What about Mel B? Eddie Large. That'd be good. Rusty Lee. It's <laughs> a certainty. I mean, he's got the laugh and everything. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, we'd love to know who you think should play the spot. We've never made up the music and it's a proper... Yeah. It is happening, so someone will have to be cast. And I, I honestly think Lady Sovereign would be in with a serious... I do ...serious well. chance. She's, she's, she's got it all there. With a, she'd be in with a sort of a cat's paw of a, of a <laughs> chance, if I may say that. Uh, we had, didn't we have a night out the other night? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, we had a night. If you'd have been with us, <laughs> we, um, we went to the Houses of Parliament we were invited. I mean, I, yeah. we, didn't, we didn't turn up with, like, small beards on, carrying barrels. And we all met it, outside. It, <laughs> it was like a school trip. It was like a school trip, and Dave Gorman was there as well. It was a proper absolute... The OC was there. Oh, I love the OC. Yeah. I love the OC now. In case you don't... If you're not a, a, absolute... That, Christian O'Connell is now mm. around these parts as the OC. Yeah, so it, we, went, we, we were watching uh, Biffy Clyro. Yeah. Who are a band. Again, if you don't know that. And uh, Scottish, but they were allowed in because <laughs> we know that there was a bit where what, we had a tour. We had a fabulous tour of the House of Commons, and we show, I love that. I absolutely loved it. It was brilliant. And there was a bit where um, William Wallace had been sort of tried for um, treason. Mm. William Wallace being that bloke. Is he the heart. Mel Gibson mm. one? Yeah, he's oh, the okay. Mel Gibson. He'd always been out as the Mel Gibson. <laughs> that's one. how I learned history. Sorry. Yeah, I think that's that. 
And uh, they, the, and Beefy Clyro looked a bit edgy around that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They, could, they could turn at any moment. Well, I, I thought they rubbed it in a little bit. The tour guy says, oh, "Oh, the Scottish people will like this. This is where we suppressed your culture for hundreds of years." Yeah, it was a bit. I thought that. I awkward. thought that was all right as a link. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, we we went we stood where Charles the First had been centred to uh, centred. Had been, he'd been centred because apparently yeah. he was he was swaying certainly to the left. <laughs> it, it didn't look good on the portraits. <laughs> It looked like they, that people had tried to straighten the portrait. It was him. But I should say at this point, Frank, that we didn't get to see that much of you, Gareth and I, because you were like a rat up a drainpipe after that speaker. What? You just went straight over to that speaker. So, oh. Someone came up to me and they said, would you like to see the speaker? Well, I thought they'd mistaken me for a sound engineer. <laughs> <laughs> But it turned out that uh, John Burko, who, who is the speaker, very small man, posh, mm. was was there, and uh, I, I went over and had a, had a chat to him. You know, he's the bloke who now says oh, oh, order, <laughs> or not like the old speaker Martin. Oh, 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 oh. He wasn't there, sadly. I think he's in disgrace now. But um, yeah, so I went and met him. I would have thought you brought you all over, but I don't think he'd have liked him. <laughs> Why? Well, because you know. I think he'd asked to see me especially, I'll be honest. It was an audience. Oh, it was an audience God. with the speaker, that's what it was. He didn't, know, he didn't know who you were. He thought you were in Biffy Clyro. How dare you say that to me. <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh, and then we went in a cupboard. We were allowed to go in a cupboard, weren't we, which is where a suffragette had hidden. You did, Boris Becker. Did you not go in the cupboard? <laughs> um, <laughs> I did, oh, no, I did go in the cupboard briefly, but on my own, I hasten to add. We didn't it, go into the cupboard together. No, no, but uh, uh, suffragette. Emily Davidson, who, who ended yeah. up ended up under the king's horse, of course. Mm. I mean, she that she died. On, I, <laughs> I don't mean she was. Right. I don't mean she was going out with some sort of <laughs> had some sort of equine boyfriend. I don't mean that for a second. Oh God, this is gone. It was just a perfectly decent story. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Are you still a little shaken, Gareth? Yes. Gareth came... We, we, we saw Gareth the other day for lunch and he was genuinely shaken. I loved it. Yeah, I was attacked by... Well, I was intimidated... Was it not a squirrel? Is it some sort of outbreak? <laughs> well, she was sort of quite squirrel-like. She, I was intimidated by a tiny teenage girl on the bus oh. on the way to um, see you. Um, I, was, I had my Oyster card, which if you don't live in London... Or if um, you're me... Or if you're Emily. <laughs> yeah. It's totally <laughs> Emily. An Oyster card is a bit like a driver. Oh, OK. But one that's a card and you can put money on him and swipe him against... Anyway. Did I tell you I went into Nobu? I was with, um, I was with Michael McIntyre and his wife and my girlfriend. And uh, when they came for the bill at the end, I said to the waiter, can I, can I pay for the oysters on this? And gave him my Oyster card. <laughs> and uh, he just looked at me. Horrible, nothing, no laugh. <laughs> and I went, no, it's, don't. I, I'll pay for a month. Right. <laughs> I ate that. I ate that. Cast my pearls before swine. Anyway, so you're, you're on the bus with your oyster card. Yes, and I beeped it, and it made that uh -uh sound, which means well, I didn't know what it meant. So I, well, you were you on family fortune. <laughs> <laughs> so I swiped it again, and it made the same noise again. And I kind of looked at it and thought, oh. And she said, uh. It means you haven't got any money on your Oyster card, so why'd you keep doing it? <laughs> oh. This wasn't the driver, this was some... No, was she behind was you in the queue? No, she no, she was just standing. It was quite full, but she was just standing there. 
policing the bus. Was she one of those people <laughs> who stand and talk to the driver? <laughs> no, she wasn't talking to I don't know if you get those in London. When I was a kid in Birmingham, you always, when you got on, there'd be like the driver's mate would be there. And they used to look at you in that, oh, you just get on, I'm the driver's mate. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Was that on a steam train? It must have been. I think it was Wells Fargo. <laughs> <laughs> also, did you, so how did you handle it? Um, I just stood there and wasn't allowed to check again if my Oyster card worked. I wanted to check because I thought I had money on it, but then I couldn't because the the young girl had told me not to. What, you were frightened? I, I was frightened. Teenage. I didn't know what she might do. Well, I don't... I, it was just a status thing. She had taken the ground of being in control of the bus, and I... I don't know what's happened. I, well, I had a tramp giving me evils the other day. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was on. I was on the tube. I do get the tube. It has happened. Something I think happened with my driver. Probably always give you evil, because <laughs> you walk past looking like Cruella Deville. <laughs> and um, the train was delayed, and the driver made an announcement and said, "I'm sorry, this train is delayed due to." You don't rate. have to do a working class voice. <laughs> <laughs> we know you've, we've established you're on public transport. Don't rob it in. <laughs> he said the train was delayed due to a hobo on the train. <laughs> so I thought, does oh. anyone... You did say hobo. Yes, hobo. That would, have, that would have been a bit extreme, wouldn't I was going to say, how dare you? <laughs> so I thought... No, I'm not getting off, why should I? <laughs> so, yeah. So I thought, I'll check out this hobo. So the he ho- actually called them a yes, hobo. Okay. A hobo. Oh. So the hobo was. Did he have off. a stick with a hanky tied up on the back? <laughs> you see, you're not allowed on the, on the tube with a stick. No, no, I think that, I think that's right. So the hobo was led off, and it was a lady hobo. Oh, yeah, it was a lady yeah. tramp. A lobo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a trampess. And so, as they were sort of, you know, she seemed to be in some distress and they were talking to her. The lady tramp sounds like something you'd buy as a home appliance, doesn't it? <laughs> the new lady tramp from Ronco. Yeah. <laughs> sounds very Disney. It does, yeah. I don't um, know what you'd do with it, but I'll, I'll think about it. So, they were talking to her. She was in some distress. And then she said, Stop it. Everyone's looking at me. Everyone's looking at me. And then she went, She's looking at me and pointed right at me. Oh, God. Oh. And I was staring at her and I did have a fur on yeah. at the time. Yeah. Well, that um, wouldn't have helped. Yeah. So, everyone turned to me in a Jacques fashion. Yes. Who? Jack who? <laughs> <laughs> And what happened? Was she, was she thrown off the? She was. She was led off. Yeah. Oh dear. I'm sorry they didn't you. take you as well. She said, "She's looking at me." Okay, you get off as well. Yeah. You're going to look at the tramp. They thought you were some sort of sponsor. Probably. <laughs> you were just taking her out to get her used to the bright light. Oh well, it's a. In a way, it's a lovely story. I can't work out which way though. <laughs> Basically, it's you being horrified by someone who's homeless on public transport. You were already ill at ease, I should imagine. <laughs> God, I, I bet you could see the vapours, the tra- the vapour trails of swine flew in the air when you got on and thought, oh, this is going to be very awful. <laughs> Absolute Radio. I can imagine you on public transport, when, when, when the homeless person was identified, you, you, you're taking out glasses on a stick <laughs> to, to examine them. Hmm. So, um, yes, we're asking people to phone in and say who they would cast as the Spice Girls in the forthcoming musical, because they need five people to play the Spice Girls on stage and if you can text us on 8-12-15 Ian Blair's texted to say Stuart Broad should play Baby Spice that's that's a I good think that's Ian, good. Ian Blair's he hit me see him again the police chief wasn't <laughs> he's he? not actually the police chief oh, okay. he's just a man who likes our show who happens to be called Ian Blair well that's good that's better than being a police chief in many ways I think um, 
Daniel Day Lewis would be good as well. Oh, this, this, oh, this, is, this, is my, this is my phone alarm. Ah. This is what I wake up to every morning. Oh, this is interesting. <laughs> no, but this is why I spend the rest of the day singing Hong Kong Garden by Susie and the Banshee. <laughs> Can you hear it? Yes. Dun, 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 dun. How long are you going to play this? Hong one? Kong. Hold on. This is when this is me going across the bedroom. <laughs> and relax. I played that for for a specific yeah. purpose. Oh, okay. Because if you go to the apps on your iPhone, oh, check you out with your apps. <laughs> oh yes, you can download um, an alarm call from us. Oh. Did you know that? If you go to the, uh, uh, don't ask me any more details. That's all I know. You go to, you go to, do you get to absolute? You get to the absolute. Your manager, when you said that, started shuffling around in his seat, obviously wondering if there was money involved. I don't think there is money involved. Oh. I think, well, I think Sorry, we give, we're giving all the money to, uh, in the light of what happened this week, to uh, Squirrel Research. <laughs> <laughs> in case you've just tuned in, my girlfriend was attacked by a squirrel. This week, which was this news just in everyone. <laughs> yeah, she, no, she was quite. I'd love to know if anyone else actually, if any of our other listeners. I've never heard of it happening before. I've never. No, I haven't. I put it down to those hazelnut suppositories she's been using. <laughs> <laughs> no, but have you ever? I've seen many squirrels in the park, and they always seem timid, frightened, even. Anyway, so you can download this thing, so you can be woken up by us in the morning. And I, I was just, I was just thinking about. Um, what would be anyone's ideal wake-up in the morning? Because there's many theories that you woke up by the sound of running water and stuff like mm. that, which I wouldn't like that in case I didn't wake up and just wet the bed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, used to, I used to have a, a goblin tease mate. Oh, She's dead you? now. <laughs> um, now, I had a goblin tease mate. My mum, when she um, retired from work, they bought her a... Go- Do you, you know what the goblin tease mate is? Oh, yeah. It makes you a cup of tea in the morning. It's like an alarm that makes you a cup of tea. And I remember my dad said that they're only for lazy people. Give it to him. <laughs> so I took it back to my um, bed seat. And when he, I don't know if you if you've ever owned a goblin tease, mate. But when it wakes up, when it, before it wakes you, before you set the alarm, she so mm. set the alarm so that if you want to get up at eight, it gives you, the tea is ready for eight o'clock. So you wake up, oh, reach across cup of tea and everything's lovely. But before that, it has to boil the water. So at about ten to eight, you start to get. <laughs> <laughs> And when I heard that every morning, I used to keep my guitar, it's absolutely true, by the side of my bed. And I'd play the opening chord sequence to Silver Machine by Hawkwind, <laughs> which used to start with this <laughs> sound. And that was how I woke up every morning, lying in bed, playing <laughs> the opening to Hawkwind's Silver Machine. What about that? Um, Scott, the chef in Perth, says, I've got a brush in my kitchen to play Posh Spice. And um, Bill from Ooh. Bracknell. <laughs> no, social commentary. A brush. Hmm. <laughs> Must be very angular. <laughs> um, Bill from Bracknell says, um, Jimmy Cranky for ginger spice. Well, yeah, I could, really? yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, could, I thought uh, Ken Russell for baby spice. <laughs> oh, God, that's so cruel. You know, a very, very big face and just a wisp of hair. <laughs> Oh, Frank, I've decided Could how I'd like to be Could you the man in the moon? Up. Would the man in the moon be... Would he be a practical... <laughs> would, he, would you get him into a dressing room? I don't know. Sorry, I... I um, yeah, I've decided how I'd like to be woken up. Go on. I'd like to hear a voice saying, Mr Mancini, your robe, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I should That's explain. What I want. Emily likes the Manchester City manager, Roberto Man- who I think 
looks slimy. I've said it now. I've said it. <laughs> well, you don't have to wear his robe. I don't have to wear his robe. I imagine he has a Man City robe, judging by his ridiculous scarf. <laughs> anyway, enough about football. We'll be here all day. Absolute radio. What about this? What about being woken up by this in the, in the morning? I think this would be brilliant. Clay lies still, but bloods are over. Breaths aware that we'll not keep up, lad. When the journey's over, there'll be time enough to sleep. Oh no, it's the A.E. Houseman alarm. <laughs> oh, what a fool I've been. Oh, God, people will come in now from Absolute. I don't know if you know, but at Absolute Radio, if anyone mentions, it's all right now because you've mentioned it the first time, it's okay. If you mention A.E. Houseman or any of his work, um, an alarm goes off. You know A.E. Houseman, the Shropshire poet. I'm sure you're all thinking, oh, God, not more A.E. Houseman. That's why they brought the alarm in, in the first place to stop that. Neil Francis is always going on about him. Um, Neil, Francis, look, Neil Francis is alive, by the way. I, I started a rumour last week that he died. That he was locked in a cupboard. And, 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 and a terrible smell was emanating. I think if he died, I don't think... I don't think... I think there'd be non-putrefaction... I don't think he'd smell anyway. Not You're me. making this worse. Now we should hear this. I thought he was a bit upset this morning. Can I just say he's not dead? He's, he's very much alive. And I, for one, am happy to hear that. Yeah. Um, Gary has texted in, Catherine Tate for Ginger Spice and um, Joe Brand, Brand for Posh Spice. Joe Brand for Posh Spice. Yeah, yeah t- he's casting against type. <laughs> That's what he's doing. And um, Ian from Reading, Mel B could be played by Medusa the Greek mythical monster. Yes, although I d- she's hard to get. <laughs> hey, Medusa. She just doesn't answer my calls. I don't, I don't I know. know what it is. Well, apparently she's going to be in Emmerdale next anyway, so I think she's going to be busy. Yeah, I, I heard that, yeah. <laughs> so, um, look, we had a bit of exciting news, because really, we're not like, like a radio team. We're a, we're a family on this yeah. show. We do. We all we all huddle together. We're, and, a, bit, we're uh, a bit more Simpsons than Waltons, though, I think, as a family. Well, yeah, we are, yeah, yeah. But there's love. There's yeah, love in there, yes. Love. And, and we had a bit of an exciting thing this week. This is the most exciting family thing that's happened, I think, since Gareth's baby was born, and that is that, that Emily's got a new job. I have. I can't rely on this gig to keep me in Prada, love, can I? Well, no, that, that is true, I suppose, yeah. But, um, maybe working in Prada, <laughs> just on the Saturdays after this. So, uh, so do tell. Um, it's a job at a fashion magazine called InStyle. So, but you know that film, The Devil Wears Prada, yes. where the bitchy woman walks in and throws her fur at an intern? That's what I'm like, basically. That's my job. What is an intern? An in- you don't know what an intern is? No, uh, I'm only an, an intern is a seabird that's very in fashion. <laughs> oh, okay. An intern, that's oh, what. OK, well, I see you're already picking up on the fashion <laughs> thing. It's not. An intern is someone doing work experience, like a young helper. Oh, OK. Yeah. OK. Like me or Gareth. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so I... you work in... F- so, it's all, so I've gone totally fashion now. I should say, when Emily... Obviously, I knew... I mean, I'm talking as if I don't know. Obviously, I knew she got this job coming up. And when she yeah. told me who she was working for... Because I it, said it's In Style magazine. Well, it wasn't a very good line, you see, when we were to, on, on the phone. Yeah. And I thought she said Insole magazine. <laughs> and I thought, oh, God, we'll get all the free odour eaters. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything, but it's about time. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. so that's what I thought. You, but I'm glad you're working but for But it's her. so great as well, because even in the midst of that snow blizzard everyone had four inch heels on i found my spiritual home it's fabulous well i i, I respect them for that i've been really struggling in the, the snow i really i seem to slip I, I i can barely stand up and i walk like the rain man to try not to fall over you know i'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a brilliant driver and and, and um 
I, people will run, joggers go past me, not slipping at all. I don't know how that works. There must be some special um, soul shoe, perhaps that you can ask at Insole <laughs> magazine. <laughs> I don't work for Insole. So, um, so, so if we need any free... Um, Mm. Oh, what do they have? Fashion, the fashion yeah. World. So what's Models. big? What's now, Em? Yeah. Well, we you doing? should both be wearing a kind of wet look, skinny jean, and uh, oh. a big chunky knit. Right, a big chunky knit. <laughs> yes. I okay. had those when I was at school. I, I was one when I was at school. <laughs> <laughs> that was often called one. I must say, no one uses that word anymore, do they? Your big knit. <laughs> no, well, we're all very excited about it. I must say, and we uh, should wet our jeans. No. Yes, well, we're not that excited. <laughs> I'll tell you what I am excited about. Our guest today is, in my opinion, one of the funniest um, men in the world, Lee Mack. So, um, oh, I love Lee Mack. Yeah, Lee Mack. We presented the show with him when you couldn't show. do it. Did you? Yes. Oh, I'd forgotten that. Yes, um, but he's yeah, he's brilliant. So I'm, I'm very excited about that. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. I um, I went to see, well, me and Emily went to see David Baddiel's new film the other night called The Infidel. Mm. We laughed. Yeah, I wasn't no, it's brilliant. We recommend it. You weren't invited, it. no, but it's very funny. I think you should go and it was, to see it. It was like a VIP screening, Gareth. Yeah. Just yeah. like I wasn't allowed into the House <laughs> of Lords when we went round Parliament. Yeah, well, you know, I think that was probably sensible. Anyway, so I'm standing outside waiting to go in, and uh, I said to my girlfriend, oh, that looks like that Nicola from uh, Girls Aloud. Sure enough, it was there with a host oh. of paparazzi, right? Um, but have you ever seen that film Gremlins? Oh, yeah. It looked like she was suckling two gremlins, which is not something you see every day. And, and it, it turned out she had like two, she was carrying two pogs, you know, those oh. pog dogs, but in a blanket. She had them wrapped in a blanket in a terrible, grotesque. It's like something from a razor head. Dogs <laughs> in a blanket. Yeah, dogs in a blanket. You must have had that on your Christmas dinner. <laughs> yeah, I suppose that would be very big sausages, wouldn't it? In, in a, in anyway, so um, I'd never seen. Well, I had seen her in the flesh before, mm. but she's gone through a transformation. I think Emily will agree with me that um, it's all changed for her since she wore that. She made her Richard Nicole dress debut. <laughs> I looked. At, I tell you, I know that. Did you look that up? I looked it up on the uh, In Style magazine website. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> did you see what I did? <laughs> so, just one, as I was starting to reevaluate your fashion wise, but she is pale. She, I mean, I think oh, she's yeah. quite attractive, and I'm glad she has. And you're Casper the Ghost, so for you to say <laughs> that, well, exactly. I had to have my uh, photo up for an identity card to go into Houses of Parliament, and I look totally like Casper. <laughs> I mean, it was with the big, the light bulb head and all that. But she looked. Do you remember those honey bear things? And used to be like bears, plastic bears full of honey. Oh yeah. Yeah. I so they, I so it made mean. the bear yeah. look like it yes, was. Yes, I know what bread. you mean. Well, if you can imagine that they 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 sold milk in um in Nicola Roberts shaped bottles. That's what it looked <laughs> like. Like I'd bought some Nicola Roberts carton milk, <laughs> completely white. <laughs> completely white. I was quite worried on her behalf. I think those gremlins are sucking the blood right out of her. Absolute Radio. What's the Ethan update? Because many of you will know that, uh, one, as I said earlier, probably the most exciting this ever happened to our radio family was the birth of uh, Garrett's little boy. Here he is. That's him. That's really him. Aww. Wow, that's a long time ago. Well, he's sorry. Um, he's, he's. Oh no, it's okay. We'll, we'll have to update it. Bring him in. <laughs> <laughs> he is now um, making his first word-like sounds. 
Oh, can't he, he talk, yeah? No, he can't talk. Oh. Yeah, How old is he? Seven months old. Seven months old. Seven months old. Seven months old. Seven months it's um, older I started than that. very young. Yeah, I yeah. can imagine. Me and Emily are such <laughs> tragic figures, aren't we? You see, we are barren. <laughs> <laughs> we forgot to have children, so sue us. <laughs> He's been saying. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. He's been saying um, ba 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 ba. Is, is he in the beach, boys? <laughs> <laughs> but that's not try- that's not speaking. No. Well, we think he might be saying Barbara. <laughs> right. Okay. Like, um, but I is there anyone in the know, family no, called we Barbara? Can't think of who Barbara is. Okay. No. <laughs> but and I took him swimming this week, and um, he's really lovely. He's very like into people. So you met him, didn't you? He's yes. like very. He's in- very friendly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. We, we all met he's him. very inquisitive, and I thought that's that's really nice. But I took him to swimming in a swimming lesson for mm. babies, and. I don't know how he's going to be in a classroom situation because he basically spent the whole time looking around at everyone else while I was trying to get him to kick his legs. And That's swing. a bit like you, go, though, Gareth, to be fair. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I think mm. he takes after you. It's, it's a focus <laughs> thing. Yeah, he would just like catching people's eye and then every now and then he would take a little drink of the water. Oh, no. No. No, that's yeah. not good, especially at a baby class. I wouldn't drink that water for a million pounds. Oh, no. Can you imagine? There's all sorts going on in oh, there. Oh, dearie me. Well, it's an interesting... I was reading about that um, because Nick Clegg, the leader of the Lib Dems, had a bit of a go at... Uh, what's she called? Gina Ford, is it? This woman who wrote this fabulous baby... Oh, she's like yeah. a baby whisperer or something, or she's... Yeah, or, well, the baby yeah, whisperer down the nose a different book. <laughs> yeah. And they'll come to you. Go, go back to sleep. Please go back One of the sleep. things she says is don't make eye, ta- eye contact with your baby after 10 o'clock at night. Oh. What, in case um, they're a homicidal maniac? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, don't start them. <laughs> never, what, an odd thing. what are they doing up at 10 o'clock at night anyway? Yeah. Mm. Actually, I've been in relationships when I've taken that as a rule. <laughs> no eye contact <laughs> after 10 o'clock at night. Um, we got Lee Mack coming up. After. I know, he's been wandering around outside. Oh, he's he's wreaking havoc out there. Some, there's some incident yet. going on. He's certainly reeking. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think he's one of the funniest men in the world. I believe that. You don't have to sell Lee Mack to me. I adore Lee Mack. No, but I'm just giving you my general opinion. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skin on Absolute Radio with Emily, with Gareth, but most exciting of all with Lee Mack. Morning. Good morning. I'm a bit throaty because um, I did a gig last night and I've had about four hours sleep, so... Um, I don't want people thinking that you're interviewing Bonnie Tyler. No. <laughs> no. This is me. Not again. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Turn around, bright eyes. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is me. Turn around. <laughs> it reminds me of our trip across Europe. <laughs> yes. You look like you're, yeah. You look slightly tousled, but yes. I, I like, but it'd be a very nice jacket, if I may say Thank so. you very much. We've been discussing uh, this. And I did something I've never done before, which is, uh, wore my spectacles for a public engagement. Oh, yeah. I usually wear contact lenses, but I had four hours sleep. I came in. Couldn't sleep after the gig, watched Big Brother, drank a bit too much wine, and then that noise that you had on your phone that I heard because I was listening on the way yeah. in, that's the noise I woke up to oh, as well. Oh, really? So when... It, I, genuinely... You've got to stop lucky. sleeping at our house. Well, when it, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was... Um, I was looking around my car, my phone, for the, the car, and it had it on the radio. I was going, where's the phone? And it was your phone on the radio. I panicked. <laughs> I, was, I thought it'd gone behind the car seat. I was looking for it. I hadn't thought about that. I must have thrown yeah, Britain into disarray. Yeah, there's been about 85 car crashes this morning with people looking for the phone. Yeah, you know, I didn't even notice you had glasses on. Isn't that weird? That's, well, they're on and your I face don't... and you're looking at my eyes. I mean... Yeah, exactly. He looks good in them, very statesman-like. Did you not think, because my, my eyes shrink, because I'm really... I'm minus six and a half, which... You wear glasses, don't you? Yes. 
Yeah, minus six and a You only have to get to eight to get a, an orange sticker for your car. Is that right? Or well, that's like up to eight, Matt. Well, it is, you know. <laughs> save me the parking round here. Well, isn't? exactly. I had to pay with a credit card. That's all changed, hasn't <laughs> it? I came with loose change. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently that's very 1986. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, I, no, you're looking very diary of an Edwardian lady, is the look I <laughs> that's, It's the look I've got, it's the look. That's what, I, I went into Ted Baker and said, I'd like to look like an Edwardian lady. <laughs> yeah. Follow me, son. <laughs> You're actually served by Ted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. So you're on tour at the moment, as you mentioned. It's a big one, isn't it? Yes. It's, it's 90, um, 97 it's, dates. Yeah, well, you see, we, I, I was in the, uh, the situation comedy not going out. Yes. And then, uh, sadly, uh, the situation comedy not going out, it was decided that that wasn't going to be on anymore. BBC decided it was not going out. Yeah. Yeah, literally. Ever again. I was always pushing me luck with that title, wasn't I? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I never call a non-broadcast pilot not going out. Yes. And, I uh, called one pulled after two series. <laughs> it was leading them on. And, uh, so I thought, you know, I better, I better book in a tour. So I booked in a, a big tour. Yeah. Then he got recommissioned. So, so now, you needn't have got on tour at all. Well... <laughs> That's surely is what you're implying. Can you, can you suggest there's a certain amount of fund in what I'm doing <laughs> yeah. rather than just to pay the mortgage? But yeah. I've overstretched myself, so I'm booking in a breakdown for August. Oh, that's not bad. Sounds like you're already having it with the red wine and the big brother yeah. before our sleep. <laughs> exactly. Li- but you, I'm, like you know, I'm a control freak, so I book in my breakdowns. I want to know the all <laughs> schedules. You know I, I, mean? I have to say, I've never known such a... He asked me about this, this guy, uh, and he said, well, do you think this guy would be any good as a tour manager, Lee said to me. And I said, well, I've only ever done this, a show with him where I don't yeah. tour. He does the show. He can make a show happen, but I don't know if he can book hotels and do the driving. And Lee says, oh, I'll, I'll be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I book my own hotels. I mean, yeah. who does that? But no, I've tour. learned to let go. I'm letting him book the hotels, but actually, I'm saying I'm letting go. I said, I said <laughs> you book them, but come up with a short list of three for each night. <laughs> And then send it to me and I'll choose one from the three. So I feel like I'm letting go a bit, but I still, I'm still driving my tour manager around. And, but, what, <laughs> are you really doing the driving? Yeah. yeah that yeah. is weird. Yeah, yeah, of course I am, because if he drives, he'll, you know, it's not me, is it, so therefore it'll crash. I'm not yeah. an idiot. And uh, does he feed you the red wine, or do you reach across the <laughs> 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 No, I, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't drink whilst driving. Obviously. No, okay, no, fair no, enough. No, obviously I'm not, I'm not a fool. I, I do that before I get in the car, I'm not stupid. <laughs> Nobody does that anymore. I mean, no, when, I was, a, when I was a teenager, that was a big thing, drinking and driving. Oh, well, it was things God, that changed. Yeah, there's God, no, it thing, and rightly so, it has changed. Bizarrely, in the 1970s, drinking and driving was just considered cheeky. Yeah, you know, exactly. And, right, and rightly so, it's changed. <laughs> yeah, it has. You know what I mean? Let's all make it clear that uh, it, we think it's a No, it's good changed thing. for the better, without a doubt, yeah. I, indeed. Uh, and I, I also said to Lee, um, what's the hotels? And you, you said to me, I don't know if you did this, you, you were on about booking um, a house yeah, in, the, in the centre cottage. You said, I want a nice open fire. We're on yeah. tour. Right, we're talking open about going on fire. tour. An open fire. Yeah. And I turned up with someone in my tweed jacket. Yeah, I saw those two red setters in the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving it. Are you at your own trout farm? No, I like uh, I like a cottage. It's better than uh, it's better than uh, it's better than a hotel because you you wake up and you've got like a feeling of being in a house, haven't you? Hmm. You know. Yeah, but I, I like somebody you, you like hotels, making the yeah. bed and all that. Yeah, I like hotels. Yeah, but your flat, your flat's like a hotel. It overlooks the Thames, and it's like a. I can, I can imagine. I've not been in it, but I can imagine it being hotel-like. You know what I mean, I bet there's chocolates on the bed every night. <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. 
Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio, Lee Mack. I think that's all the basic ingredients that I, you need to know. I, I put my headphones on, though, because I thought, that finished suddenly, didn't it? Or did you did you just stop it? No, 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 it did. Does it, it stop like that? It does stop just oh, like I that. Oh, I thought you'd be really unprofessional. I thought, I've had enough of this one. Just turn <laughs> it off. <laughs> I thought you'd just gone, I've had enough, Snow Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> I do have those moments, but I've never actually, I've never actually curtailed one yet. Oh, yeah. Generally right. speaking, Absolute, they play such good music, it's okay. You've got the permanent gig, Frank, don't I know, you? I know you Just that. do that sort of talk. <laughs> so, if you're doing a, a, a tour with 97 shows... I said this last time and I'll say it again, you're the only person in Britain who has two syllables for tour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, you know, you're on tour. Uh, you're on you're tour, yeah. And oh, that's so a good impression, Lee, I like I, that. I know, I, I spent a lot of time with Frank. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, were you, um... Were you not tempted to add the other three and make it around 100? Because that would have been a good publicity thing, wouldn't it? The, the 100. Lee Max 100. I hadn't even thought of that. Oh. But now, I am so annoyed at myself for not doing that now. I'm not but you could still, you could add three gigs. Yeah, but it's not the same now, is it? All the publicity's gone out. I've spent a fortune on advertising. Well, you can always come back on and say, guess what? <laughs> I'm doing three other gigs. Do you know, my, I am so addled with my... I'm so obsessed with darts. If anyone ever says a number now, I always think of it as a checkout. Like when you said 100 then, I immediately thought, treble 20 tops. <laughs> <laughs> and, when, and when you said 97, in my head I was thinking treble, treble 19 tops. So as long as it's a finish, I don't mind. Well, that's because you have the most working-class pedigree of any comic that's ever lived. Can I just read this out from the... the backhanded compliment I've ever had in my life. Listen to this. As a kid lived above a pub in Blackburn, after yeah. leaving school he worked in a bingo hall yeah. and as a stable boy and then became a blue coat at Pontins. Yeah, you forgot. Have, hang have on, you, you haven't mentioned the, cl the clock factory. <laughs> <laughs> have you arrived in a time machine from the... <laughs> the, the you yeah, should have been doing musical. I've had, I've had an old-school upbringing into showbiz, haven't I? You yeah. certainly have. Yeah, the Pontins, bit of Pontins, bit of bit of bingo calling. Yeah. So living above the is that where the darts thing came in? Living above darts the darts. I used to stand on a stool. I wanted to be a professional darts player. I spent a year once on the dole, playing darts ten hours a day. Ten hours. Meant I was obsessed. <laughs> you know, you've often told your stories and, and stuff about your drinking. Right? Yes. About is your obsession. Yes. We'll replace that with darts. That was my thing. Well, I, darts is better for you. I think yeah. I'm fine. Well, yeah. Well, the two are like, off goes, the links. It goes quite handy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what it was was I used to, I got I got really good. I really did. I got abs I, you know I, I was practicing all day. And then I joined a pub team and I went to pieces. I couldn't play in public. And I came to the conclusion that every time I would throw in my bedroom, I'd get on the bed, walk across, take the darts out of the board, walk off the bed. So I was spending all day up on the bed, off the bed. So I couldn't play without the bed in front of me. So I thought if I could take the bed to the pub and just put it in front of the dartboard and replicate the home situation. <laughs> But apparently that's not in the rules, you're not No, you to, can't, you, you can't, can't replicate. I mean, no. I think you'll find you get nothing in this game for two in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it's darts themed, that I was darts themed. Don't <laughs> oh, you just love darts? Who I do know? actually and, like darts. Have, like... have you heard of darts? Yeah, Phil the Power Taylor, <laughs> love it. <laughs> Phil the Power Taylor's my favourite, I yeah, watch darts all the time. That's the other lot, that's the Sky lot. <laughs> about the BBC One darts. So, oh, okay. so how come? How that's come? like the Coca-Cola. You see, basically the BBC One darts is, I think, is not quite as good as the Sky, but I prefer oh. it for that. It's like the Championship as opposed to the Premier League. Mm. But you get a slightly more old school type of darts player on that one. You know, the, yeah. sort of, the big lads. Yeah. Because you know they can't drink now anymore. Really? Well, you can't drink on, on telly like they used to. They used is to that right? Yeah, you can't drink and smoke like they used to. So what happened, they thought that would be good, but what they do apparently... They're just all backstage before they come on. <laughs> get leathered and they come They should have drips. They should have... <laughs> you know, you can get those drips on a trolley and, and the backless gown. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, would get, that would give it a bit of edge, wouldn't it? <laughs> so has there been a celebrity darts TV show? I mean, oh, apart from I Bullseye. Oh, there should be. I'm holding out for it. 
That'd be great. You should be the host. You'd oh, be the you'd be, be the man. I, I want to play. I like the idea because we did uh, we used to do comedians darts every year the Last Laugh Cup. I won it three times, of and uh, <laughs> comedians would come and play in the Last Laugh Cup. And we set it up once where we had a big screen and we had a close up like they do on the telly of the board. And then on the split screen, on the other one, the player threw at it. But every time the dart landed, you couldn't see the dart because everyone was rubbish. Okay. So it was way away from the treble track. <laughs> and every now and again, you see a little bit of a flight in the You corner. could just hear it. <laughs> Would have been a great radio fun, show. Fun. <laughs> so, who else is good at darts in the comedy world? Well, me and Tim Vine are probably the ones that always compete for this particular trophy. Okay. Yeah, but, uh... Mainly me and him. Got... <laughs> <laughs> is anyone else in it? There was one year. There was one year where there was three of us turned up for the trophy, and the other fellow wasn't very good. So me and Tim just played best of eleven. It's a bit sad. In your bedroom. Because when I started that story, <laughs> I started that story, story you were going to go, oh, we were, oh, they were all. Uh, <laughs> did it, did Frank you Carson, Dave Bedil. Oh, it was. Oh, no, David Bedil playing dark. No, I can't imagine that. No. no. I can imagine that uh, you and Tim Vine. Carrying your bed in before it started. <laughs> That'll do. Just leave it there, Tim. That's, that's perfect. Absolute radio. I need to establish. You're on tour at the moment. I'm on tour. Um, so where were you? Where where were you last night? I was. Uh, I did four nights at Andover the Lights. That's the name of the gig. Andover the Lights. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's the name of the gig. My 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 joke about that was Andover the Lights. Sounds like a armed robbery in a chandelier shop. Very <laughs> good. Okay, uh, did right. it bring the house there? No, they didn't get it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's in Andover. Because they all looked like... to me as if to say, "Well, actually, it's called the Lights in Andover." You've just done that as a setup, haven't you? To a joke. They had that look about them. Oh, I mean. Famous, of course, Andover for the Twinings Tea Factory, and oh. where they make Stanis Sterliffs. That's you, what I found you've out. You've been doing a bit of local but it was comedy. One of those, but mean, it was one of those things where I was talking to the audience and saying, what do you do for a living? And every night, it was only ever Twining's Tea or uh, Stanis Sterling. <laughs> okay. It's a rock and roll town. <laughs> <laughs> so are you, uh, you're actually, the tour has begun? The tour has begun. Right, and, and how long does it go on for? It goes on to the end of December. I'm doing 97, treble 17, double tops. I'm doing, <laughs> I'm doing... It doesn't go on to the end. Of... It does. But I've got a big, big gap in between. Right, okay. I do me, me next one tomorrow, then I'm off till December the 23rd. <laughs> <laughs> Not really tour, it's just two gigs. You should have done a pound. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm doing, uh, I'm having five months off. I say off. I'm writing uh, the popular situation. Look, can I, can I just out. say that your publicity person has come over to me during that thing and said, could you mention the dates, please? I'm trying to get the dates out Oh, of the you. dates? You well, I can't mention them all. There's 97 dates. She got proper sloppy with me, and now you won't yeah, tell the dates. Well, that's, uh, no, don't mention them all, but you're on tour now. When are you on tour till? I'm on tour till... Well, at the moment, I'm on tour till the end of May. OK, so then you're off. In then I'm off. Yeah. No, I'm off. I'm, I'm working till the end of March. Okay. Then I've got April off. OK. Then the whole of May I'm touring. OK. And then, due to popular demand, I've extended the tour into November. Right. In November, popular... Lee is playing Portsmouth, Manchester, Newcastle, No, no, Liverpool, don't do them all. Preston. Don't do them all. <laughs> I've got the phone numbers. No, no, I don't want... <laughs> I don't want to do the phone numbers. I think we've established. Do you know what I would suggest? I would suggest six seven. Why don't you say check out further details on leematlive.com? That's what I would do. But I'm not. I'm not the producer of this show. I'm just saying. What you're doing there is is it could be too long winded. Do you know what I mean? Right. And if someone tunes in, they'll just go. What's this? Is this a bloke reading out all the towns in Britain? I just think. Yeah. Well, it could be the weather forecast. It could be like yeah. But like Dogger Fisher, the weather forecast, but with just Preston, Chile, Nottingham. Dog I can never do that. Chile. I don't know what I mean. Chile. town, is it? <laughs> <laughs> so, as you say, your sitcom is returning. It is, yes. Which is good, that, because it was pulled and then it was pulled back again. How does that happen? Well, um, 
It, it, I I, listen, I don't know how it works. With the, <laughs> he's, he's trying to be diplomatic. Obviously, it was caught, and then was, they it, really it, missed it. Yeah, well, they, 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 yeah, because I think we're um, we're a studio-based sitcom. So my theory is, if you're a studio-based sitcom, traditionally, they they they're the ones that bring in hundreds of millions of people, don't they? Okay. And we only we only got ninety six million. Okay. Which is four million short. Ninety six, <laughs> of course, is treble eighteen. <laughs> uh, single two. Single twenty. Do you no, think? Do you think they uh, thought they'd? Do you think they thought they'd chucked out all the sets and then they found them again? Thought, <laughs> Treble no, twenty, no, double eighteen. Sorry, Gareth. <laughs> Never mind. Um, Lee is like Rain Man, isn't he? Thank you. Is that good or bad? <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Yeah, Rain Man was rubbish at darts, and if you ever saw him. You're an excellent. Driver. He always knew the finishes, though. He always knew oh, the, he knew the, the he was great. Oh, he knew the finishes. He was a great finisher. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was oh, a great, he great finisher mentally. He just couldn't. He couldn't, he couldn't stop stabbing himself in the face with a dart. <laughs> no, no he couldn't put it into action. So yeah, so go and see Lee Mack on tour. Chatham's when, the next one. What's that? No, tonight? no, it's not Wimborne. Wimborne. Where's Wimborne? I don't, that. I don't know that. I've got a sofa bed if you. That, that, to be honest with you, Gareth, as directions go, near me doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> if I wound the window down in the street and said, I'm looking for Wimble, you I don't, it's near me, and then you walked <laughs> off. I'm from Bournemouth. Know. You're from Bournemouth? Yeah, I've probably mentioned it. Oh, sorry. Well, I, I, then that's good. I don't know. get stroppy. Don't get stroppy with the guests. Well, I've told you about we that. We did a show together, don't Connie? I know, but you know, he's, 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 all he's got a lot on his mind. Finishing mainly at double 12, treble 17, double top. Am I right? You're double right. 12 was always my favourite double, do you know that? Really? Funny old world, isn't it? I would have gone for scotch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that from looking at you this morning. <laughs> that was the fabulous Lee Mack, who is on tour and doing his, um, his sitcom uh, Not Going Out. He's not out. going yet. I'm not going, can I stay, for, what do I do, do I have a record no, and that's, then stay? No, that's it, isn't it? Yeah, Listen, I, I'm not oh. going to, I can't, I, I don't want to sound rude, but I'm, I'm doubling up with Danny Baker after the shoot. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off okay. to be Baker. All right. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> okay. Just get out. <laughs> get out! Absolute radio. Frankie goes to Hollywood. That'll be the Did day. you? Yeah. I did once, actually. <laughs> I remember I paid a dollar in a shop to look at Madonna's. You know the Madonna's sex book with all the naughty photos in? Oh, yeah. They had that on a chain, and you could pay a dollar just to look through it. Anyway, sounds so, like a really classy show. <laughs> it was a classy show. <laughs> Speaking of books, um, I tried the Marshall. You know the, the Marshall McLuhan. You know Marshall McLuhan is a sort of this American writer. Oh yeah, yeah. He reckon the best way to buy a book is if you read read page sixty nine in the shop mm. and you like it, you'll like the book. Really? Because by that stage, the writer is absolutely cooking. He's found his he's found his feet, and, and that's a, a, that that is the perfect example of how the book's going to be. Mm. So I tried it for the first time last week. I bought this. I, I picked up a book, Thomas by Joe Palumbo. Picked it up, paid sixty nine, read it, really liked it, took it away, and I love it. So it oh. works. You didn't try that with the sex book, did you? No, I didn't. I didn't try it. I didn't okay. say where sixty nine. That would have okay. been a, that would have been a terrible <laughs> night out. And I did. I tell you, I did. Um, I did the photo shoot for the new Absolute Advertising. Oh, did you? It's a three-way thing. Right. It's, it's, it's me, the OC, uh, Christian O'Connell, as some know him. And, you can't um, see these pictures on a chain, can you? <laughs> yeah, no, not yet. Uh, although we were chained. And Dave Gorman, so it's the three of us standing oh. in the bathroom. Strange triumvirate. Looking, looking like three men who live together and shave in the morning. Oh that's, that's how it goes. But it was, there was, it was very... How'd it go? Well, the photographer was, was brilliant, actually. Okay. He's, he's very famous. Um, he does lots of big billboard things. Um, he did that food fight one for Channel 4 with... Anyway. Oh, I know, with Gordon yeah. Ramsay. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's very good. But um, 
we weren't lined up and he kept saying okay so if you uh, Chris if you want to just stand the crowd and I was thinking who's, who's Chris and uh, I don't think any more of it and Christian said after about 10 minutes in if he calls me Chris again I'm going to have to say nobody calls me Chris you know <laughs> Christian is my name and I thought, oh god the OC the OC's having a bit of a moment if you want to shorten it you have to call him Christ yeah. <laughs> but I got I got very tense every time the bloke said Chris after that it was like somebody was punching me in the stomach because oh. I was waiting for the explosion so anyway we had a, sm- a small break and um and, and Christian was saying, I, I, I really, I can't cope with this. And then when we got back, the bloke was saying, so Christian, would you like to start? And clearly, <gasps> someone had had a someone word. Someone had had I a word. It. I loved it that someone had had a word. I think fair enough. Why yes. should the OC be called that? Oh, I was with the OC. Yeah. We, we, were, we were a triumvirate on the day. We got on like a house on fire. Laugh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was, it was... So I, do you look nice in these pictures? I was a nightmare, I'll be honest with you. I really got stroppy. Nothing changes. This Why said, what about if you stand in the bathroom and someone hits you with a baguette on the head <laughs> to wake you up? And I said, a baguette in a bathroom? That doesn't make sense. I said, well, let's give it a go. And I walked out. And this is terrible. This is me getting started. I said, I just want to know. There was like, 20 people there. Oh, I feel sick to. thinking about you doing it. And this. I said, I just want to know whose idea that... Can, whoever oh. idea that... Can you raise oh, your hand? Frank! This bloke raised his... From the advertising... You didn't say agent. raise your hand. Yes. So this bloke from the advertising agency owned up. And I said, right, now... Would you get a baguette in a bathroom? Oh. I said, maybe if you worked at Greg's. But <laughs> would you ever get a baguette in a bathroom? A loofah said, would have been the perfect thing. Yeah, it? I said that. I haven't got a loofah. He said, well, I was just looking around for things. I said, well, you're looking around. And he said, yeah, I thought there was a baguette over there. I said, well, over where? And he showed me. And I said, well, and that, right. And is that a bathroom? <gasps> so it was all You like sound that. like you were insufferable. Yeah, and then I said to the photographer, are you the real photographer? Or is the photographer tied up in a cupboard going... Mm! <laughs> so I was um, we all we got completely starry it was brilliant Dave Gorman was very nice did he do anything starry no he was very oh, he was very he humble and sweet and then somebody uh, from the advertising agency I, I said oh, did you brainstorm these ideas he said we don't brainstorm anymore he says we have an ideation <laughs> <laughs> I said okay and uh, he said, blah, blah. Someone's official title was actually head of ideation. The, the ideator. It's like yeah, the Terminator. Oh, and he said there was a period in between um, brainstorm and idea- ideation <laughs> um, when we used to talk about um, idea showers. <laughs> it's a different world. It's a completely different world. By this point, the, the OC had him by the throat. <laughs> he, was all, he was virtually uncontrollable. <laughs> now, we had a lovely day. I'm looking forward to seeing the, the pictures. They made us look like we just got up first thing in the morning, so they made us look Oh, that old. must have been a challenge. Oh, <laughs> shut your face. <laughs> <laughs> was for the OC. You, you turned up looking immaculate. We just, you know... We the just OC stole. makes an effort with his appearance. No, he does. That's true. He's, I think he's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh, but... Okay, wait these are the posters. Um, that's about it today, I think. Um, uh, ben Jones is sitting on the side of the glass, pointing at his watch um, <laughs> with his baseball. He always wears a baseball cap. Ben Jones, what is that? You see, I've got a thing with baseball caps. You know the strap at the back. Oh yeah. I count how many holes they've used on the strap, and that's a sign of intelligence. <laughs> when I wear a baseball cap, I have to leave it open. I have to let it flap. <laughs> the brain's so big. But I mean, he's got a big tail. He only uses. Well, I don't think he uses any holes. It's just solid. <laughs> anyway, we better move on. It's uh, ten to seven at night. <laughs> no, it isn't. People checking their watches at home. Um, it's been lovely talking to you today, and um, good day to you. Frank Skinner on 
Absolute Radio.